You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What um, is the, um, the Mike Zimmer something something here? Is Mike the, the minty? I, I don't have fresh? one. I wish I did. But Mike Zimmer does have a reputation around this league. He does. Oh. I'm not kidding. Mike has a reputation as being a stern, hard-nosed defensive tactician. He's not going to out-scheme you. He's going to out-hit you. Okay. So, uh, is that, I mean, that is a fundamental change from where I, we have I, gone. I, I'm not I saying good or bad, but I think I he's— think that's, I'm not super down on this, to be very clear. All right, yeah. but we have to. I don't think you are it. either. I don't think you're down on Zimmer as much as people think you no. are because he does no. have a firm reputation. So let's look on the bright side. If as Zimmer arrives, what's the best thing that could happen with Zimmer? The outcomes. Well, that's what I meant. Was I meant down in a good way? Like I'm not super in on this. However, I would push back against your um, characterization. I don't. I don't mean to put words in your mouth that he's just this like uh, this. You know, bulldozer, rhino, going to come in and just hit you. He is a, an, an advanced defensive mind. He yes. is going to out-scheme you. He is, well, he's going to be very, very specific with how he sends players and how he blitzes you. He wants to explain. Like, I think he's a much more intellectual, you know, intellectually talented defensive mind than a lot of people tend to give him credit for because he is so, like, rough and tough and screams and people mm-hmm. kind of assume he's just this brute. Um but it's not I mean, Dan Quinn style. We'll, can we say that what what he does is very different from what Dan Quinn did? It, I would say it's different. If if I had to cast a wide net on them, Dan Quinn is you know Warriors basketball, right? Like mm-hmm. just flying around. You know what I mean? Like trying to do everything. Whereas you know Mike Zimmer wants to get down in the paint. Like Mike, Mike Zimmer wants to you know rough you up and and you know really kind of wear you down. And there's there's beauty and there's art to both styles of play. And there's also intelligence to both styles mm-hmm. of play. Again, just because one is physical does not mean it's void of, you know, schematic Absolutely. design. And so I think the best case scenario for Mike Zimmer and, and what he ultimately brings to the Dallas Cowboys is, um, I wouldn't say a deviation from exactly who Dan Quinn has been, but more of a return to kind of classic football, um, you know, getting away from, you know, I wouldn't say Nickel is the new base, but getting away from these lighter players. Mm-hmm. It turns out you kind of need some some physical dudes to to play the sport of football. And maybe, you know, I, I don't think that we give proper love to the 2014 NFL draft class because there were some really big whiffs. Um, the Texans whiffed on Jadeveon Clowney. The Jaguars whiffed on Blake Bortles. Obviously, that was the Johnny Menzel draft. Um, but Aaron Donald was found in that draft by the Los Angeles Rams. He was somebody who a lot of Cowboys fans wanted, obviously. Um, obviously, Zach Martin was mm-hmm. the Cowboys pick in that draft, and that has worked out rather well. But if the Cowboys couldn't have gotten Zach Martin, you know, and I remember this vividly at the time, myself and other people on the internet wanted Aaron Donald or Anthony Barr. And Anthony Barr obviously landed in Minnesota, and Mike Zimmer got the best out of him. Now, not necessarily your kind of classic off-ball linebacker, but I think the best-case scenario is Mike Zimmer develops – 
you know, these tried and true classic off ball middle linebackers that can really roam and patrol the middle of the defense and stop allowing dudes to just the, the best case scenario is you wind up with Fred Warner and Trey Greenlaw, I guess. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good scenario. Yeah. So I don't think at the end of the day, it's, it's Mike Zimmer as the coach. It's Mike Zimmer as the coach in this time is in his career, in this point in the timeline of the Dallas Cowboys that I think that you're upset with, but and there is some schematic things that I think a lot of people, there's a reason why he left, that he was gone. And we're going to have some guys join us tomorrow to give us a better insight into his life with the Vikings and with Cincy prior to that as a defensive coordinator. So we'll get a better idea of what he's done and with some of those guys. But let's go specifically. You brought up Anthony Barr. So if I'm Micah Parsons and I go, what does Zimmer do well that will make me be even more of who I am? What is that? What, what can he do for Micah? I mean, I think it depends on how you evaluate Micah, and mm-hmm. I would love to. I would love to hear how he does, and obviously, his answer helps get him the job. But I, a lot of people, you know, argue that the Cowboys should move Micah back and play him at off-ball linebacker. That is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard in my mind. Like it's 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 beyond letting Devin Vassell take the game-winning shot over right. Miami, like levels of bad. And so Micah is is an edge rusher. That's where he can right. impact the game the most. And so. I mean, I would argue, certainly now with the benefit of hindsight, that maybe Dan Quinn got a little too cute with Micah, like moving him inside and rushing him around. It's like, let this dude just wear down one tackle all game long because his engine does not slow. And so let him just wear and wear and wear and wear and wear. Let Demarcus Lawrence handle his side. And, I mean, I guess Mike's challenge is to improve the interior of things, not just obviously at the linebacker position, but along – I mean – in the in the best 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 case scenario, Mike Zimmer turns Mozzie Smith around because man alive, it was not a great rookie season. And so that's who I mean. Think about players that have played for Mike Linval Joseph, obviously in Minnesota. I mean, like there there are opportunities, you know, in terms of what Mike has done with interior defensive linemen in the past for him to come in and work with Mozzie and turn this into a more respectable team that isn't going to get pushed around the middle of the line of scrimmage, which has certainly been the case for not just the Dan Quinn era, but like. You know, when Mozzie was drafted, it was this big deal because the Cowboys haven't devoted premium resources to a defensive tackle in a very, very long time. They've just been kind of getting by with, you know, casuals and would-be free agents and dudes who were dinged up for this reason or another. So that is exciting in in one sense if the potential is realized. With the change, there are some things about what Dan – Dan, we still love him. I mean, it's funny how how quickly things have changed for Dan Quinn, but – one of the things that he brought that Zimmer just couldn't do his entire time with the Cowboys was turnovers. Turnovers suddenly changed the game for us. Is there enough of this of the Dan Quinn mentality still on the Cowboys, even though Zimmer's coming back to kind of maintain this attitude that turnovers first and foremost? I think that so my point is not turnovers are bad, right? My point is not I don't want turnovers, but I think that Dan Quinn's unit became overly reliant. Obsessed? Okay. Reliant, I guess, is a better term. Yeah, because, you know, if what happens if you don't get them? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but I know, know what happens when we do. You know, that, I mean, I, it, it was game-changing stuff. But, but think about, you know, the – the play Deron Bland missed on DK Metcalf in the Seahawks game. I mean, he missed that, and then boom, it's a 73-yard touchdown the other way. And you're right. Like, you know, being that aggressive often, in the Cowboys' case, leads to a lot of success. 
But something, you know, I've been saying, a lot of people have been saying for the last few years that the Cowboys have found a way to defy is that there will be regression to the mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, tur- turnover success is one of the least, you know, sustainable points of success in the NFL. I mean, it is one of the things that most significantly regresses, not just to the mean, but often to the other end of the spectrum one year later. And so, in, again, that's why, you know, I've eaten a lot of crow on this front and given Dan Quinn a lot of credit, but after 2021, and that was the crazy Trayvon Diggs 11 interception, it was like, there's no way that they're going to have as many, you know, turnovers in 2022. Lo and behold, they did it. And they have found a way to, to really harness that talent of theirs, but it does leave you susceptible. It does open an Achilles heel and kind of paint a target on it. Mm-hmm. And if you have an efficient enough quarterback, they can take advantage of it. And that's where, you know, we talk about metrics and evaluations like DVOA and EPA per play. Two of the more efficient quarterbacks in those senses across the entire NFL over the last few years now, obviously only one for the latter, but have been Brock Purdy and Jordan Love. And because they're so efficient, because they're so careful with the football, they do not take those chances. And if you are over-reliant on generating turnovers and you run into these quarterbacks who have high levels right. and high marks and efficiency categories, they're able to survive that aggression that you're throwing at them. And so what you have to do against dudes like this and the, the quarterbacks and the teams who have upended the Cowboys is you have to disrupt the machine. And that's not something that they're, they've almost, and this people have utilized this terminology with Dan Quinn, the Cowboys have almost invited the run uh, with how they play football because their belief is that, you know, the quickest way to the end zone is, is through the air. And that's true. But, you know, when you invite the run and teams are, are putting themselves in 12 personnel and you have small linebackers like Marquise Bell, you're just going to get run over time and time and time again. And after that happens enough times, then play action becomes a, a larger factor and a larger part of the game and everything kind of falls apart at the seams. On our YouTube feed, Alexandra asks, does Zimmer's defense, has it had success against the 49ers, the Cardinals, the teams that have kind of surprised the Cowboys offensively? One of the only people. Good question, by the this way. Is, this is where all the good, good question, Alexandra, and the brigade bar. One of the, this is a relative thing because there's not a significantly large sample size. And this is where a lot of Cowboys fans are coping. And I'm, I'm not, you know, jumping into that category quite yet. Give me a few months and I'll, I'll chug all the Kool-Aid with you all. <laughs> but one of the only people who has had a somewhat sustained level of success against the Kyle Shanahan tree of coaching in the NFL has been Mike Zimmer. And so it isn't just and, – and what and what Mike Zimmer offers. It isn't just that, um, oh, you know, d- the Cowboys have to find a way to beat the Niners and the Packers. And those are Kyle – you know, obviously literally Kyle Shanahan and, and, and then Matt LaFleur, a, a former disciple of the kind of overall area. But that that percolates across the entire NFL. Like you know, Matt Lafleur is from Sean McVay's tree, and right. while that's not Kyle Shanahan, they're similar. I mean, they're they're in the same forest, so to speak. But Mike McDaniel had his way. I mean, you, you can look. You know, the, the Cowboys have to play D'Amico Ryan's, who is obviously a, a defensive coach, but you know has experience working with Kyle Shanahan. And so, I mean, th- this offensive system and offensive disposition and way of life and way of thinking percolates across the entire NFL. In order to have success in today's NFL, yes, you in all likelihood have to at some point go through Kyle Shanahan himself, but you at the very least have to go through one or a few of his disciples, and the Cowboys learned that lesson the hard way.